the poor and the underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own gain. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, keep us selfish, keep us sedated. You're listening to Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here's your host, Michael Storm. Welcome to Toward Anarchy. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Michael Storm, and uh, I'm here every week on the Republic Broadcasting Network doing this thing where I take an hour and uh, well, usually we have a guest. We'll see if that happens today. I did this. I told you about this before this thing where I have these, these brokered guests. Some of them I can even get paid for, except I don't participate in that part of it because, well, I have to pay to get them to pay me, Mm, whatever. Um, (laughs) It's a thing. It works. You got to make, it takes money to make money, right? But I have these brokered conversations with, with people, uh, authors, Music people, actors, just everywhere and everyone uh, across these these websites where they match people together. They're matching sites. They're they're matching hosts with guests and guests with hosts. And unfortunately, the only times that I've run into any problems with it is when there's a third party, when it's when when there's somebody else in there, either a handler or a lackey somewhere in the middle that is handling the scheduling, doing those things. When, when I schedule with the person, I, they just say, yeah, my schedule's open. I'll be there and, and we'll chat. We'll have our little conversation. And with these brokers, it's, yeah, well, yeah, they'll be there. They'll be there. And then, and then you don't, I know they just don't work the same. They don't handle themselves the same. There's this disconnect between what they're doing and the people that they're doing it for. Obviously, because I've experienced this multiple times, and it's only with the third-party handlers that I've had any trouble. That's not to say that they all end up that way, because uh, Dave Krieger was the third-party handler kind of thing, and boom, he was there. He's on fire. Lit up, and that was a fun conversation. And most of the people do. Don't get me wrong, I mean, and and I get it. It's just it happens. People, they 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 say they're going to do something, and then they can't do it, or they don't do it. They won't do it. It happens, and it's for their own reasons. Uh, okay, so same example, but a different person. So it's Sunday. It's the fifteenth of October in the year of your Lord, twenty twenty three. Uh, <laughs> and I, um, I had a guest planned for the week. We had to, we had to move her. She had to move herself and she was going to be on this week. We were going to record the, the conversation earlier in the week. And it was, her name is Kay Smith and she's a, a, a journalist and author writer for, uh, the daily caller. Is that, is that the one that I'm thinking of? The time? I'm, I'm, all, I'm forgetting it now as I go to think about it. Well, it's been very frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's a daily caller. It's, it's frustrating 
uh, because schedules, things, stuff happens, and and you can't do what you want to do. Uh, but then, so I I put out the call. I said, "Oh, my my guest isn't going to be able to make it this Sunday. She can't do it, and we got to do we got to do it in December." And and immediately, a million people. Okay, it's not a million. It's 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 something less than a million people jumped on and said, "Hey." Uh, you know, I, I'd be glad to come on and, and chat with you. And, of course, I have all these people doing it. I have to pick somebody, anybody, whatever, whoever it is to, to to out of all these different people. It's amazing that it happens. And I appreciate the fact that it happens. It's obvious that I have way more people that want to be on the show, so many more people that want to hang out and chat uh, than I do hours, <laughs> minutes, any time whatsoever to to do it in and and that's fantastic and it's really great that uh, all these people some of them friends some of them complete strangers have no idea who they are have to vet them a little bit uh and and they're ready to just dump jump right in and and get things handled have a conversation fill in that space be that savior i guess and they and and then when they don't show up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you go through all the trouble. You you say, oh yeah, yeah, let's work it all out. Let's make this happen. You exchange a couple of emails. You have everything in place, and and then they don't show to you. Uh, it's um, it's a frustrating thing that begins with with um, people not uh, sticking to their guns, keeping their word, doing what they say they're going to do, follow through, uh, make things happen really simply by by just showing up it really truly is uh, uh, just a matter of just showing up because it's really half the battle it really is uh, and and that's the like, oh, the people who are nervous to have a conversation in front of somebody to speak in in front of people uh, once you get going once you say the first few words once that's done that's it you're you're in the groove you're feeling it you got it's off so it's just showing up just showing up and and is half the battle. You, you're going to get there that much closer, that much further to what you're trying to do. But just being there, just being in the moment and, and uh, showing up. Uh, and it, it it could be that some of these people are are uh, overextended, that they book too much, that there's they just have too much going on. There's too much day to day. There's too much job. There's too much whatever it is. And and they just can't keep up, which is is fitting, because uh, next week, Dr. Dean Lloyd will be here, and that is our topic of conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about well, well, more specifically about more importantly, I guess, about regrouping after you've overextended yourself, after you've gone too far, after you've you've used too much energy, after you've spent too much money, after you've invested too much time, how do you regroup from that? So that that'll be really cool, really good conversation to have. And and I'm sure we're I'm I'm sure that's the problem with some people. Some people are just flakes and and some people just they just give up. They quit too easily, they, and they're too easily offended by assertiveness. That's frustrating. I've, I've run into that a couple of times in in booking guests. My assertiveness being related to the need to fill the time, the need to make sure that we're on the same page. That the, that when you're on the East Coast or you're on the Pacific Coast, and we have a different time. 
zone that we're we're talking about the same time zone. It happens all the time. People do not realize, do not pay enough attention. I had, I had, I won't, I won't bust out who they are. Uh, I won't put them on blast. But I had somebody at one point in my life who knew, who knew I was only hours away from them. Ask me if it was a different day because it wasn't the same time. It was an hour difference, and it was, and it was. I don't know. I don't understand it myself either. It's not. I'm not on the other side of the world. I'm literally just a few hours away from you, across a time zone. No, it's not some weird time warp thing. Not it. Not some galactic loop of of wormholes or no. I. It's it's <laughs> it's just paying attention. It's just showing up. It's being in the moment and and having the the wherewithal. The the want to be in the conversation, to have the conversation, to pay attention to what is going on, to to respect the the moment and the time that you have in the moment, and and that's something that because of the fact that we're so busy, that it's understandable why people can get behind, why people can uh, just be, get completely burned out. This I'll repeat it until I turn blue in the face, and and then purple, and then choke out. Uh, you have to take time off for yourself. You must take time off for yourself. There is no question about it that you have to take – that it has to be real time off, that especially if you're one of these people, and most of us are, so there's almost no no point in, in, in making a, a caveat, a caveat. Um, most people have this problem of, of – more things to do than time to do it, and then they take the day off and do a bunch of stuff that they needed to get done in the previous two weeks since the last time they had a day off, and and they they don't get their reset time. They don't get that recharge time. They don't get that recuperating time uh, if you have you know, overextended yourself. It's funny that I end up in having the conversation, having this idea. It's because it's on my mind. And and I'm always in that space. I'm always trying to juggle the the too much to do, especially when there's all sorts of things that are on my plate that I don't have to do. That I really truly don't have to do. There are things that I want to do. There are things that I need to do. There are things that I have to do. And and those are all three separate things. And they, and they can all be put in their place. And so uh, we'll we'll have more on that conversation in general when when uh, uh, Dr. Dean Lloyd joins us next week. It's it's just fitting that we end up talking about that because it's just a real life thing. Right. That's the point of all of this. That's why I come here each week and and have these conversations. I. I, you know, I like to talk about the anarchy thing, but it's just a confusing mess. There's a a weird world that we live in where words don't mean what what they're supposed to mean, and people uh, take and as, assume so much before they have any information. They they the the Dunning Kruger thing, right? They, they they just think they know so much and and in reality when you actually take and, and put them to the test, they know nothing. They know less than nothing about it. And it's amazing that they can even uh, insert their two cents into it or that they worse can can consider themselves good judges of information from anyone else. If you're not a good judge of information on your own, 
in sussing out whether something is is true, important, uh, needing to be addressed, something that you should in, invest your time in. Uh, uh, you can't do this on your own. How can you trust somebody else to do it for you, whether it's your government or whether it's your news organizations or or whether it's somebody you think you know, that you think you can trust, that you think loves you? There, there are so many of these situations that we put ourselves in giving over our trust. It's uh, – uh, who was it? Danny Panzella. Uh, just yesterday uh, said something to me about uh, always assume good intent. That's what he said to me. He said, always assume a a good intent. And I said, yeah, and and carry a pistol and keep it in close range. Absolutely. I I 100% agree with you. Always assume good intent. I I asked Dr. Dean Lloyd about this the last time he was on the show because I've had this frustrating – a problem with the retail business and the fact that crime is up, that people that are violating other people is up and people violating their businesses and, and stealing their property is up. It certainly is up here in Topeka. Topeka is a terrible, terrible town, always has been. It's it's that place where everywhere else around, uh, yeah, smaller towns, fine, get that but everywhere else in town, there's you know one shooting a year, whereas there's three shootings a day up in this place. I, I, there certainly has been – there's just this last week a spree. I don't know if there's some gang thing going on, if there's a tit for tat uh, happening right now. But there's a number of teenagers all uh, shot dead here in the last week and they seem to just be having a right one right after another they seem to be related they're not releasing any information uh, that that uh, nothing that i've seen that it, that ties them all together but then again i don't necessarily go looking for it either it has to come across my my plate because i really don't care about other people killing each other i don't care if your kids kill each other if your kids if you raise them to not place value on life, not place value on their own life, not accept by default the value of someone else's life, as in they have no right to take it from them in any legal or moral or uh, religious or, or uh, uh, spiritual, no sense, none, none, no, none at all whatsoever. Uh, particularly without being violated, of course. Uh, that's a different conversation. That's a different topic. Uh, and 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 also, all right. So if it's not a different topic, the the use of force. That's a question that comes up all the time. The question of the use of force. And and I, I get it all the time because I carry a gun and I carry it openly. And you better believe I'm not afraid to use it. I'm not military trained or police trained or anything like that, but I'm trained. I know how to use the thing I'm not afraid to use. I'm not afraid to point it at somebody, and I'm definitely not afraid to pull the trigger if I have to to save my life. But you know why I'm not? Because I know that I have good judgment. I've, I have the ability to make the judgment, to make the right call when it comes to uh, danger. There's there's danger that's imminent danger that you have to stop 
and there's danger that it's just lurking, and as soon as you show that you're stronger than it, that you're smarter than it, it backs away. And you have to be able to make the. You have to be able. To, and so I'm not. I'm not excusing, and or blaming, in either sense of the word. I just don't care if your kids want to kill each other. By all means, do it. Kill each other off. But that's the. That's less danger that I have to worry about because the truth is, when it comes to real violence, aside from the desperation. The, those desperate people out there who are so uh, brazen or uh, so hurt and damaged that they don't care anymore, those, it does, those are few and far between. They may be growing now, uh, the, certainly the desperate ones. And he makes desperate with dumb, and boy, that's a deadly, lethal Horrible combination that you see, but we we somehow we somehow have to. Uh, no, okay, so the point was is that there's almost no chance that you're going to be involved in violence if you're not in a handful of certain situations, very specific situations, of uh, of love triangle with somebody, uh, dealing drugs. Being in a gang, those are the most obvious right off the top. Uh, but there's also being a, a retail worker, particularly in you know, the, the local gas station, the, the, the grocery store, uh, places like that. Uh, that's the thing that you're seeing more and more of now. Uh, there was a clerk shot here yesterday. Uh, in one of the stores, and it, it, it they made it. Oh, I love the headlines. Oh, clerk shot, blah blah. blah all this, and then the, the the last line in the last paragraph after three paragraphs of how uh, guns are a problem, and this is such a terrible world, and what are we going to do about it? And we got to take the guns away from these this group of people and this group of people, and really nobody should have guns, and you certainly shouldn't have a certain type of guns. Uh, after they go through all the paragraphs of that garbage, they finally get to the part where they say that she was shot with a pellet gun. And so you think this woman is, you know, as you're reading this story, lying there on the floor of the store, bleeding to death, dying uh, because somebody, you know, said stick all the money in a bag. And and she refused, I guess. I, I, I assume that's what happened. And and they shot her with a pellet gun. Mm. That's that's what I'm talking about. The brazy, the brazen, the desperate, the, the, that crazy brazen, brazy. Yeah, there you go. Brazen and crazy uh, put together. Brazy. Uh, it, it works. These brazen, crazy, desperate people doing something like holding up a store with a pellet gun, robbing someone with a pellet gun, trying to assault someone with a pellet gun. In a you know a, a crap hole of a city where everybody's armed to protect themselves from the the madness and if and if you keep wondering about the the crime in a city where everybody is armed again it's that crime it's those groups it's those places it's that time it's those people it's not everybody the rest of us armed people uh, we'll be right back here. I 
am so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. This is Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting Network, with your host Michael Storm. Alright, alright, alright! Do me a favor and um, support the network. Please visit republicbroadcasting.org. I'm asking you to do this as a personal favor. No, it's not a personal favor. It can't be. We don't know each other. I'm asking you to do it because you support the network, because your dollars make it possible for me, the one hour a week that I'm here, and all the other 
people who are on Republic Broadcasting, uh, all the different topics, all the truth, all the questions, all the answers. It's all made possible because of your support for the network, and that's why I ask you to do it. Uh, RepublicBroadcasting.org. Click the Donate button if you are able to do that. If you're not someone who uh, has a problem with the digital things and, and just clicking and going and trusting that when you do click on one of these websites that your your money gets where it's supposed to go. I I understand that. I, I haven't experienced it a lot myself, I have to tell you. Uh, I've had massive success across the Internet exchanging money and products and services with people. Uh, so if you're still one of those people who lives in fear of that and the technology – uh, don't embrace it. Things break. Things happen. Things. Eh, it's okay. Uh, but all of the good things that you can do, all of the all the information that is at your fingertips, um, and and all of the people and ideas, messages that you can support at the touch of a of of a, of a mouse or the tap of a screen. It's amazing. Uh, RepublicBroadcasting.org works the same way. Click the donate button. Uh, that money goes directly into the coffers. It supports. It it, it pays for the board and the computers and for Sam to sit there and uh, make sure that the, 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 the phones get answered and that when the commercials play and they're done playing, somebody turns the microphone back on. I don't always turn the microphone back on. Uh, <laughs> It's a, it's a fantastic, wonderful thing that you do for us. And then, of course, there's always ShopRBN.com. That's that win-win situation where all of those uh, products, all those people that are, are there at ShopRBN.com, all those wonderful, neat things that you can see there are, are ways that we can continue to have these conversations and everybody – Everybody gets a little something out of it. it. I love that idea. I get the chance to talk to you. You get the chance to listen. Uh, and, and you buy a product from one of these individuals or one of these businesses that supports the network and make it possible for us to have those stop sets. Those the, I know everybody hates it when you got to stop the conversation and move on, but it, it makes it possible. And and it makes it possible in a way unlike all those other so-called free uh, services would would make it possible for you, where they're they're doing everything they can to uh, take your information. You know, the the social media is a good example of that. Oh, it's a free way for you to communicate and share ideas with other people. Except that it's not so free. It's extremely invasive and and very. Oh, it's always listening. God, it just amazes me how I can be having a conversation with somebody and then just no time later scrolling through Facebook and boom, there's an advertisement for the things I was just talking about. And not just one repeated ones. It's amazing. I, you, you won't have any of that with us. You, you get your choice. You choose to support the network. You choose who you listen to. You choose when you want to listen. We have the archives. It's just, it's, it is a truly a win-win situation. That's why I've always loved uh, radio and communications like this. Just the idea that one person or, or a couple of people can uh, put together voices, ideas, and have them reach all around the world, be heard, and and for it to matter. It's it's really, truly 
fantastic. It really is. And and it's all possible because of you. So please support uh, Republic Broadcasting, republicbroadcasting.org or shoprbn.com. And if you want to follow along with this show specifically, since you make it possible as well, go to towardanarchy.com. And from there, it's where, that's where it all takes off from, whether I'm doing a, uh, a, a show or whether it's just some point during the week and you happen to be, oh, yeah, I remember I was listening to the show and he mentioned something about that link or that meme or that idea, some something of interest, something of import, uh, sometimes just fun and interesting, sometimes extremely important and maybe something I think that you you might want to know. It might change your life to know it possibly, but then again, it might not. So don't go there expecting uh, to change your life. Just go there expecting to find a bunch of stuff that I've put together and said, hey, look at what I did. Uh, TowardAnarchy.com. I do have a page up for today, but unfortunately this brokered thing, uh, these guys, they did not get I, 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 up until Friday, everything was perfect. Everything was going along perfect. Yep, we'll be there. Got it. 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Got it. Towardanarchy.com. Got it. Um, today, don't got it. <laughs> we'll be right back. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Extendivite really works. Just listen to what some people have to say. Several years ago, I was developing a very uh, severe situation. I called it my flippy heart. It was just was doing not good things. And I did not want to go to a medical doctor because uh, I just knew they would give me a cover-up pill. I didn't want to get onto that sort of thing at all. When I learned it was garlic and cayenne, and cayenne is a healer. It is a wonderful herb. I said, I think I'm on to something here. 
I'll tell you, I wouldn't be without it. It did wonderful things for me. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. We want information, information, information. Who are you? The new number two. Who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. (laughs) You're listening to Toward Anarchy with Michael Storm. Fantastic conversation. I'm always mentioning the drums. I have my my drum set. It's right over here behind me in the studio. And uh, that song in particular, when it comes on, uh, it's just such a fantastic, simple little uh, drum beat and and a little more complicated than it is simple. Uh, It's just a fantastic, well-known metal, rock metal beat. Uh, Anybody who's a, a, a true rock and roll fan metal fan uh, is familiar with it and uh, it, it's always fun to, to sort of think about and play and i was going through i'm setting up guests i basically not entirely but pretty well booked out through the end of the year with different guests and uh one of them is um, if we can do it we're to try to fit her in in december uh otherwise it'll be in january uh author of a of a book called uh, uh from bonham to buddha and and if you you don't know who Bonham is, that means nothing to you. Uh, you may not know who Buddha is, in which case, I really can't help you. If you don't know who John Bonham is and you don't know who the Buddha is, um, we're speaking different languages. We may have too much to cover in uh, basics before we can get down to anything important. Uh, you know, uh, John Bonham... Of course, the the Led Zeppelin drummer I died in 1980, something like that. Uh, been dead for many, many, many years, but made such a huge impact in the time that he was uh, that he was a, a member of of Led Zeppelin. And uh, uh, this, so of course, I see that I'm I'm looking through the the guests and the potential guests, and I see that 
that title of that book pop up, and I can't wait to have that conversation. I can't wait to have all my conversations. Truly, I wouldn't book my conversations. I wouldn't reach out to people. I wouldn't accept them, have them on the show if I didn't really want to hear what they have to say. Uh, Dr. Dean Lloyd coming up next week, and then uh, on the 29th of this month, the the last show of the month here, uh, John Foster. He is the president of Middle School MBA, uh, which is... uh, what it sounds like it's for you teaching the most advanced concepts to younger kids uh, and trying to get them excited and, and moved. I, I have a son in uh, middle school age son uh, a, who is in an advanced uh, program like that that just it's only offered to a handful of kids across the entire city here. Um, he just he, a super smart guy, of course. And because his mother and his father are super smart people and super loving people and let him be who he is and let him enjoy what he wants to enjoy and learn what he wants to learn. Uh, he uh, is in this program and that's that's what this program is. But th- this uh, gentleman, John Foster, he's teaching advanced concepts to younger kids. And that's what this this uh it's called T-Calc is what it is here, and it's the it, it's a um, the public school system. the The head of the public school system here in Topeka is amazing. It, it, it's it, the in five hundred one, uh, the main district here in Topeka is it, she's just amazing. She's recognized all over uh, America and around the world for ex- her successes and her drive. Uh, to help educate people, uh, particularly uh, uh, people of color, uh, she herself is a black woman, and uh, she has she you know she's grown up in and understands uh, the need to educate people, and she understands that uh, it's harder for some people given their economic and social situations and she's made huge strides in this community and within public education itself for all the bad that comes with public education there's a whole bunch of good that comes with it and and uh because it's about people and and about the individuals working together uh, to make these things happen. That's why, while it is the public school system, they're still their local schools, and they're in your neighborhood, and, and people can be involved, and people can be uh, genuinely concerned about uh, the education and about what is going to happen with the, you know the the students that they're teaching, that they're raising, and and what they're going to provide for their community. So please, just like everything else, yeah, the public school system sucks, and it produces a whole bunch of 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 dumb down. Uh, uh, robots ready to dive right into the system, but not really, not not from uh, not from anyone who's paying attention, who's making effort, making an effort to be involved in their child's education, uh, and the child themselves being involved in their education. So, at any rate, now that you've been uh, preached to about that, if that point, of course, being that you don't dismiss uh, these these institutions that the ideas and the people are worth talking about and fighting for, uh, not the institution. And that and that's if somebody asked about uh, voting in a sort of referendum thing where it's, there's this um, uh, local vote. 
that ultimately is just going to steal money out of people's pockets for one reason or another and put them into government coffers. And 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 the question was, you know, as an anarchist, are they are they can they vote? Can they vote in something like this? And of course, the default answer is you're an anarchist. You can do whatever you want. Um, but then if you want to analyze that in its entirety and look at the, the individual points in there, well, what is the vote? What are you doing? Are you actually voting to give power to somebody to use to exercise over somebody else to take their their, their money or their property or whatever it is? Uh, it, that includes just elected officials. If, is that what your vote is or is your vote – uh, to stop a, a city or county referendum that is just theft. It's just everybody's just getting money taken out of their pocket. Uh, you're not you're not ex- exercising your will against somebody. You're defending yourself against the will being exercised on you. Uh, they, it, it, there's a big difference. There's a huge difference. That's why anarchy isn't about. Uh, this this notion of destruction or chaos or of bringing down the existing institutions in in so much as a a direct attack on them no it's about the logical uh, application of our lives day to day and and who we have to live with and what we have to live with and who we're around and our own moral position within those situations and around those people that's what we have to contend with that's what the anarchist has to deal with is a true sense of morality based on not taking advantage of other people not exercising your force against other people but not being afraid to defend yourself when other people exercise it against you whether it's at the ballot or whether it's with a bullet this this is this is the reality of the world that we live in. Can are there there's still some people out there that listen uh, on the rigs and and still don't get it. They still don't understand why I would advocate anarchy. And there are all these questions. There are all these different points about anarchy, but they're all philosophical points that are all problems all questions all things that are done and dealt with every single day but they're dealt with in and with an with an illusion with the facade over them covering them up making you think that there's something else that they're steeped in in honor or tradition for a state for a reason for society instead of what it should be for the individual because that's what it is anyway we do it whether there's rules we do it whether there's regulations or not we all break the rules we do what we have to do every single day from one moment to the next regardless of what authority thinks of us, what authority has to say about it. We make those decisions anyway, but instead of pretending like we don't have those decisions, like we don't have those choices that the state, because it put a few things down on paper, because it has a gang of, of costume clown thugs, uh, these these just because it has these things in place doesn't mean that it gets to, to, to tell us at all 
from one second to the next what we do with our lives. None of what they do or say actually changes anything about reality except what we want it to or what more more to the point what we pretend that we want it to be we can pretend that the police are protecting us that the that the institutions that the politicians have have set up around us and steal all the money from us to create and 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 run things we can sit here and pretend all day like they work you can take your little overton window view of things and focus it on one spot at a time and one thing at a time and say, oh, it works right here and completely dismiss everything else that leads up to that. Uh, the same problem with the with police stops. Uh, you end up with a cop who sticks their hand in the door and tries to grab somebody and gets their hand wrapped up in the seatbelt or caught in the door or whatever. Their coat gets caught in the door and they get drugged down the street because the, the guy takes off. That didn't happen in a vacuum. Nothing happened where all of a sudden there was a cop hanging on the side of a car. There were things that happened before that. And so so you'll see these videos on a TikTok or Reels or something like this. There's one in particular. I I think it was a few years back that there's this – it's a female cop. She's But she's like a campus cop or something like that, I think. And – and she initiates a stop, and there's no real reason for the stop, uh, but she smells cannabis, and, and the guy admits that he's smoking, and she goes to try to drag him out of the car. And I mean, he gets out of the car, and then she starts talking about crimes and this, that, and the other thing. He jumps back in the car and tries to take off, and she tries to stop him. These are all things that happened after after she was given permission by voters ostensibly ostensibly and and the people that the voters voted for to use political and social opinions as an excuse to rob cage or murder that man she was given that permission to use political or social opinion to accost that man. She was given legal permission to violate that man when he violated no one else, when he had done nothing to anyone else. There was no accident. He was not accused of a crime. It was political and social opinion used as a weapon to rob cage or murder him if he doesn't comply and the cop gets stuck in the door and i have to listen to people say that this guy should be put to death because of this cop who lived she was fine she had a few scrapes this whatever it's over it's done but i have to sit there and i have to listen to people make excuses for this cop this person let's take the damn badge off Take the fact that she's a cop out of the equation. Take the legal permission to rob, cage, and murder people over political and social opinions out of the equation. Make her any other person in that situation. She gets what she deserves. You pull a person over, you try to rob them, 
for whatever your excuses. They've done nothing to no one. You think that you have some legal or no, no there's no more. If you believe you have a moral position to go around and rob people over political and social opinions in any situation, there's something wrong with you. Take that badge off of that woman. She's any other person. She's got what she deserved. There's all these 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 ideas that that had anything to do with anarchy. For instance, there's there's that's that. Okay, so the anarchy of nature, maybe. Uh, he is not an anarchist. He's probably a voter. Uh, he, he probably votes. He probably supports the police. A lot of people do. Happy to show up at the polls, participate in this system, and pretend like that it was that the problem was his problem with authority, when the actual problem is authority's problem with the rest of us. Authority telling itself that it has authority. You pretending that it has authority. This is the problem. Uh, so if we get a question about anarchy, I really, I, you know, I, I, I don't think I can do this right now. We're only about 10 minutes of the show. Uh, I will pick this up another time because if this is something that I just come across and, and I haven't had a chance to read through it. I really don't know what it is. Uh, it's this. I, I have lists of pros and cons about anarchy, and a couple other questions for Ask the Anarchist. Uh, you know, the, the, the again that um, uh, that question of voting in certain situations. Uh, if if you if you say no, or, or okay, so if you're getting robbed. And and you don't want them to take any more of it. Is is are you guilty of a crime, or, or are you more guilty of a crime if you know that you're what what's happening that the things that you're doing directly support and an evil that they they directly fund and enable an evil. Uh, are you complicit in that? Well. Those are some serious questions, and they're questions that I get asked as an anarchist, and and I I I kind of I want to address some of them. There's some of these that it's been easy to do to address There's stuff about economics and things, but they, then some of these other moral questions and arguments, I I I want to treat them with a little bit more respect then maybe i will the economic thing because economics is the same in a stateless society or or in a, a in what you see here uh, it's either manipulated or it's not that's those are the only differences between a, a living in a a society such that we do uh, a mixed economy whatever they want to call it uh, and a a totally uh, stateless Economy. The only difference is one controls the money and the other doesn't. And and the markets and functions of people buying things. This is what I'm talking about about anarchy. It's it, it, it's why these two things go together and why you can talk about economics and anarchy really easy. Why why there's probably a lot of smart uh, anarchists, a lot of people who are anarchists who who get the economics thing because it's natural. It happens anyway. It's when you put on these other 
pretenses, these other facades, these pretend ideas to, to, to try and alter these things, to make them into something that they're not, to alter the economy, to mess with it so that uh, inflation isn't as bad as it is or whatever, whatever manipulation that they're they're trying to impose on it. The same applies with anarchy or every other place, period when it comes to government, when it comes to the control mechanism of society, whatever they are, whatever they pretend to be on the surface, monarchies, democracies, uh, dictatorships, uh, socialists, socialism is economics. It's not it's not political uh, communism. That's political. Uh, they, it, it, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they call themselves, because the very nature of it, of, it, of government itself is one of a leech. It is such that the government can't survive without the, the support of the people, either by force or by by coercion uh, or 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 trickery. Smoke and mirrors, that's what you get with democracy. That's what you get with our, our so-called uh, constitutional republic, our joke of a republic, this this constitution that's so wonderful, so great. Uh, and and that's, what, that's one of those questions. Can a constitutional anarchy exist? Well, that's an interesting question. I don't know if I could answer that question in a few seconds. Uh, uh, just a bunch of different questions that I have that I will come back and I will address in another show because I just don't have the time to hit all of these ideas. But I, I really want to. And, and it just popped up. That was the neat thing about it. As I'm as I shift into these gears, I don't know if maybe these devices, maybe they do have something in us now. Maybe we, those the, the guys are talking about they they got a chip in their skin and they what's this thing underneath? My skin? I don't know. Maybe they I don't know how they got one in me. Must have done it while I was asleep. Uh, because, uh, but they always the the things always seem to know. Um, no, it was always that way before the technology, before the tracking. It was always that way. Talk about uh, intent and and uh, manifesting ideas. There's a reason why you can get a charlatan, uh, somebody to get up there and sell you some snake oil uh, uh, based on these ideas because they're real, true. They're real, real things manifesting ideas. Uh, the power of mass thought and and uh, it, it, something else to to look into and and maybe i don't know i don't know if i know anybody that i'd have to find somebody i have to hunt somebody down figure out if i know anybody who who has any uh knowledge in that area certainly anybody who has any knowledge in that area is going to have Probably quite a bit more knowledge than I do. Uh, Dr. Dean Lloyd next week, John Foster, then uh, a couple weeks after that, uh, on the 29th, a couple weeks from now. That's what I'm trying to say. And and I guess if I pull up the calendar, I'm even trying to use a, a thing a little bit, just so I kind of have an idea of, of, of what I'm doing from one week to the next. It's kind of cool. Uh, I've got... Uh, Michael McGrooch coming up. Remember, he was on the show before. He's going to be here in in uh, November on the twelfth. And and uh, there's, uh, I, I guess, I had to move that one, didn't I? Because these guys were going to be on here today. Maybe we'll be able to get them on uh, on the on the previous scheduled day. That's so frustrating. So frustrating. Uh, no control. I can't control it all as much as I want to. Uh, it's there's too much anarchy involved. 
And I'm not trying to control it all. I'm just trying to control me. Just trying to control me and move me around within this system. Go to TowardAnarchy.com. Like I said at one point here, I did I did put together this page and uh, and and but there's. So uh, some of it won't apply. But as always, I share some links. I share a, a, a meme. I share a quote. These are all things that even if I don't mention them during the show, uh, when I say go to TowardAnarchy.com, I mean to go there and look for these things and, and find them because they may be of interest to you. And there was uh, definitely there, there was definitely some links that I have, again – there's more than I can share. I remember a time doing this years ago when I would just do a page and it would just be link and link and link and link and link. And I'd just try to stuff as many links on there as I could. And it was just it was fine, it, but it's too much. It's too much for me to have to do and 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 to, then to not go through it. Or what ends up happening is there's so many of them that you end up just it's like news stories. You're there. Let me read you the headlines for the day. Uh, much of the scientific literature, perhaps half, may simply be untrue. Afflicted by studies with small sample sizes, tiny effects, invalid exploratory analyses and flagrant conflicts of interest together with an obsession for pushing fashionable trends to, of dubious importance. Science has taken a turn towards darkness. Richard Horton, editor of The Lancet. And that, I would tell you, is absolutely true. And everything that I have tried to say over the last three years as we have watched science take a dump on itself uh, or or authority. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just tearing science up, the very notion of it. Um, uh, some other an, another guest that I have that I am trying to work into this schedule is uh, Leah Ellison, and she is a uh, clinical development scientist and she's an author and uh, she's just uh, an interesting looking and sounding character. Um, you know, sort of a science babe kind of thing going on. And, and but she's uh, you know, there are no stupid questions in in science, uh, but the no is sort of mm, kind of bracketed off. So, yeah, there are no stupid questions. But, yeah, there are some stupid questions is the is the thought on it. And I, I want to get her in here. I have a conversation with her. I'm curious to know what somebody who calls himself a, an actual scientist, somebody who's got sort of paper in the years to, to, to back it up, uh, thinks of what's happened over the last three years and, and the damage that's been done to the idea of science, uh, even, uh, particularly to people in my circles, in our circles, people around us. Because I remember a time not so many years ago that it was a sort of salad-eating, uh, tree-hugging people that were kind of avoiding the vaccines and, and looking for health in in. Uh, things other than the system and now that's kind of flipped around a little bit and, and things have changed over the last few years and i'd like to see what a real scientist thinks about it so she's coming up too as well dr dean lloyd next week uh, until then you take care gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift what in the world is an ease off drop and lift 
Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.